0: And welcome to another exciting episode of uncensored news i'm your host the educated republican now let's get into this shit before we begin because there's a lot of stuff that we're going to be talking about and we, we're going to be recover, um covering it pretty uh, uh quickly but we're going to give you the quality that you have grown to uh, expect from a show like this we're going to give you the facts but due to the the fact that i am actually in the process of moving you know time is limited you know, uh, uh, space is limited. Um, power is going to be limited because everything's going to be switching to the, uh, new place here in a little bit, but I w- I want to say thank you to Keith before we begin, uh, going into this, uh, because there are some things that, you know, me and the wife can't move on our own. Uh, we're going to need that extra shoulder to help us out. And Keith has stepped up to actually help us. So, you know, even doing this moving process, I'm actually doing these recordings also. Um, By the time we get to the Friday episode, that'll be the last podcast that I do during the process of moving. So we got two more shows where I'm actually in a process of moving. So hopefully Friday's show or even Wednesday's show doesn't sound weird because while I actually record my podcast, a lot of that stuff is going to be taken out so, you know, we're going to try to minimize the echo effect, uh, that you may hear. And also with saying something about the sound quality from time to time, you may hear me say something or sound weird. That's because I have Invisalign's in, and, uh, this past Friday, they actually gave me a tighter set, uh, going forward, uh, to put on, put in, and these have the rubber band and they're much tighter. And, you know, these are not the ones that you really want to, have out too long. So most of the recordings I've done in the past, the invisaligns have been out, but now I got these tight shits on my my teeth. Um you know, speaking and saying certain words, you know, it really doesn't come out correctly. You know, the brain is processing because like I say, this show here is unscripted. You know, for the most part. Uh and and that the the other half of that for the most part is is facts i have uh some certain things written down because i don't want to misquote somebody or actual numbers you know i want to make sure that the numbers are correct uh when i put them out there to you so you're not just hearing me say something crazy and go whoa that doesn't make sense that mm, you might want to check on some of them goddamn zeros because that just doesn't make sense so um like i said when the process of moving keith is going to be helping us out uh hopefully wednesday and friday podcast doesn't sound uh too weird friday would be the last podcast in this actual place that I'm living in and starting Monday, we'll be in a bigger place and um, hopefully everything can be set up and the quality will be back that you have grown to know and love uh, from this podcast. So the 15, you know, we're broadcasted in 15 different countries um, and I started to name some on the last podcast, but I want to uh, also welcome and, and thank um everybody in their entirety. So I'm just going to name up all of the uh countries that our podcast is in. We are podcast in 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 15 different countries. United States, Canada, uh France, uh Germany, United Kingdom, uh Bulgaria, Denmark, Hong Kong, Macau, um uh, South Korea, Spain, Australia, uh Finland, and um to just name uh the ones that we uh I think that's less than fifteen uh some of this stuff folks look I'm old. uh so it's not necessarily fifteen uh so we're actually a thirteen country, I'm sorry, we had thirteen countries uh that people are following this podcast in and and like I say, it's because of you all you all are spreading the word uh people are hungry for a voice that is not you know like their own uh somebody who's saying shit the way that needs to be said. Um and that's me. I'm 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 the one that's gonna put it out there. Um uh, getting into uh this week's episode or today's episode this week I don't know where I'm thinking I'm at uh this uh this today's episode one thing that's going around right now that I want to address is this past peaceful protest Um, That was in Washington, D.C. Now, we know that it was supposed to be a million uh, Trump supporters slash mega uh, make America great. If you know what mega stands for um, supporters that come out and basically protest. This election uh, between President Trump and that old perverted man from uh, family guy. Uh, That's always going after Chris. Uh, His name is Joe Biden. Um, So the numbers actually seem to exceed 700,000 actual, you know, I I don't know who was counting, but they said 700,000 plus actually what was out there. President Trump himself uh, came through uh, around the start of the actual uh, uh, peaceful protests. Came through secret service inside of a motorcade. I've never seen the president, probably since Kennedy, that actually was driving and people got so close. He literally had an SUV that he was in. It was unmarked. It didn't have the, the standard flags and stuff that he normally has when he's inside of the SUV, but he was in it. He was the only person in the passenger compartment. You know, you got the driver, you got the secret service agent in the in the passenger seat, and it was just Trump. Uh, wasn't in a suit or anything, had his coat on, his, his make America great hat. And he was waving to the crowd. He had, um, secret servant agents and motorcycle, I mean, not motorcycle, actual bicycle police officers that were right next to, um, the vehicle that he was in. So he goes through the crowd and, and, it, and it's crazy when you get an area view, when the motor cave is coming through, just this wave, this wave of people you know, just run towards where the president was. And he was waving to people and people were running alongside. And of course, the the bicycle cop was kind of telling him, hey, y'all need to go on to get back a little bit. Y'all getting a little too close, a little too comfortable. Um, But he did come out uh, to show his support. He had uh, originally sent out a tweet, said that maybe he, you know, he was going to stop by and say hello. Uh, He did a little bit more than that. Um, And this protest went all the way to the Supreme Court Um, building is where they finished their rally uh, after they did a march uh, through uh, Washington, D.C. So, as always, when the sun goes down, stupid comes out. Nothing good happens in the night besides stupidity. And that's exactly what happened. So, the majority of the people were gone. You had some people still left, individuals, people went out to eat or stop by and get something to eat on a lot of these uh, patio, um, uh, these patio areas at a lot of restaurants. And guess who the fuck showed up? The domestic terrorists themselves, Antifa and Black Lives Matter, a.k.a. BLM. They showed up. And they showed out. These individuals were setting off fireworks, you know, tossing uh, fireworks in those areas where people were eating on these patios. They were brutally assaulting individuals. Uh, One of the clips I seen, it was an older man, a little heavy set, and they basically forced him off the bicycle. All these people surrounding him just screaming and yelling at him, screaming and yelling in his ear about nonsense. About nonsense. Telling them to get the hell out of here. And all different type of stuff. They were pushing them. Throwing water at them. Spitting on them and everything. As he was trying to get back on his bicycle. Like I said. When he came off the bicycle. A couple of them were stepping. And holding the bike down. And he was just pleading. Let me have my bicycle. they was like it ain't your bicycle. And they just kept going back and forth. And finally they, they let up. On holding a bicycle down. And he started to. Pedal away. We saw. uh, Another incident. Where. It was mostly. Female. Agitators. That were chasing. Men. They were pushing them. They were hitting them. Doing all this different type of stuff. So. A couple. I, I, I don't know who these individuals were. But they stepped in to intervene. Uh, doing this mass assault. And it was one Caucasian male, older male. And, you know, he was coming through like, y'all better back up, leave this person alone. And they started to get in, get in it with him. He eventually started swinging at everybody. He even hit a couple of the female agitators. Now people always say, whoa, 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 whoa. And they even were saying it when, you know, this assault was taking place, talking about, oh, well, no, 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 those are females. But let's just rewind to what the fuck they were just doing. They were attacking grown men as they were fleeing away from them into the area where police officers were. They were hitting them. They were spitting on them. They were kicking them. Kicking these men who were leaving in their backs and everything else before, you know, this good Samaritan steps in. He stepped in long enough to gain their attention so that the other three three men can get away. So now he's in the middle of this pack of wild fucking domestic animals. And then they're attacking him. So when he goes, you know, after they were everybody swinging and surrounding him and, and, and hitting them and pushing him, he's just knocking, you know, everybody back. And yes, he does hit those females. Let me make it clear. I don't care what sex you are. Because let me tell you something. If you got in the fight with Ronda Rousey, China back in her heyday, Liz Carmouche, or any of these, these female warriors, let me tell you, they would knock you the fuck out just as easily as a man would. Matter of fact, you probably haven't fought a dude as strong as You know, those three women that I just named. And those are just three women. There are many more. Misha Tate. You know, the list is just, you know, uh, um, uh, it just goes on and on and on. Females are capable of knocking you the fuck out, too. You have soft spots on your head or, you know, your kidneys or anything that will make you go down. Don't just look at somebody's sex and say, oh, I can't attack them. Especially if they're attacking you in a mob environment with a bunch of fucking terrorists. Cut the shit. Cut the shit. If I was surrounded by a bunch of Ronda Rouses, dude, I'm giving up. I'm I'm giving up. If I could go, you know, 101 with one of them, that will be my best bet. I'd probably still fucking lose. But let me tell you something. If they all are surrounding me, it's, hey, hey. There's going to be some slow singing and flower bringing in this motherfucker today. Because I'm going six feet under. I'm going home to glory. Don't ever think that a woman can't knock you the fuck out. But if a woman. Listen, if you are a woman and I have great respect for women. I don't don't hit women, but I believe this philosophy is this. If you stand up to a man, a grown man, and you try to assault him, if he hauls off and knocks you the fuck out, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. I'm not trying to play sexism up on this show, but it is what it is. Stay out of it. But these women have decided to be domestic terrorists because... A unibomber or or, or anybody with with a bomb, a suicide bomber, better yet, male or female, it don't fucking matter. Boom goes the dynamite, folks. And boom goes the dynamite has happened to a lot of people from women who wore suicide vests in a war on terrorism. There's a lot of veterans that are in the ground. A lot of veterans that are mangled by these women and suicide vests. Women are just as capable as men are. All right? So when you go toe to toe with a man in a mob environment and you're a fucking domestic terrorist and he hauls off and hits you, why all of a sudden the crowd wants to say, oh, no, 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 that's a woman? Oh, no. Really? Really? Now that agitates them even more? So then they started to beat up on this dude. Beat up on him. They're hitting them. they're punching him. Even the females go back at it and, and start getting some hits upon him. And he's walking away, and then out of nowhere, a fucking coward comes with a haymaker. You can't tell from the angle whether it hits him in the temple or somehow when it when his fist comes around to his face, Hit him right there on the chin. The dude drops like a a, a sack of potatoes. You thought that would be it. Wrong. You're dealing with Black Lives Matter and Antifa. You don't believe in our philosophy. We're going to beat the shit out of you. This ain't America. This is their country. They think. They think. So they start to stomp on the man's head. Literally stump on his head. There are other individuals. That that go in between. And. um, Stop them from doing that. And this is what caught me off guard. That puzzled me. and, and, And I have something to say. About this. Probably about less than 25 feet away. You see a patrol car. Police patrol car. Marked. Police patrol car. The lights are just on, you know, the red and blue lights are just going. Set up a little barricade. So the cops are right there. So early I told you that some men had went down that way. I'm sure that those individuals either were telling the cops what was going on or informed the cops what was going on or said something to the cops. As they went past them to wherever they were going to uh, seek safety, so the cops are aware. They can see and hear this mob clearly. So this man is lying up on the ground, getting beaten up. Some other good Samaritans step in and were able to pick him up, and they were getting hit and stuff. But they form a, a a decent enough shield around this man. That way they were able to get him up off the ground before they did further injuries to him. And he was a older man, probably in his, his early 50s to 60s. So he's bleeding at this point when they pick him up. There's blood just gushing everywhere. So this group is still surrounding them as they create this makeshift shield around this dude heading towards where the police is. Then all of a sudden you see a police come in range of the video, make the radio call for assistance. When the fuck were you at this point? That's why I'm telling you, folks. I'm all about peaceful protests. If we go back to uh, the 60s, the civil rights, that's exactly what it was. It was peaceful protest. There was two philosophies. You had one by Dr. King. Which was just turn the other cheek. Then you had one. At the earlier stage of Malcolm X. That said if you fucking do harm to me. I'm going to fucking do harm to you. They called that angle. The militant angle. Instead of the peaceful protest. Just just turn the other cheek. Make no mistake. The only reason why the civil rights got started was because of Emmett Till. If you don't remember who Emmett Till was, he was a, a teenager that came down from um came down from up north to visit his great uncle in the South. While in the South, you know, Emmett is, is with his cousins and stuff and they go over to a local convenience store. They're hanging out front And supposedly, you know, nobody really knows what happened inside, but the woman said that Emmett Till had, like, grabbed her and said something sexual to her and ran out of the store um, and got in the vehicle and drove away with his cousins. Two days go by, the husband of the store owner and his brother-in-law, they go pay... Attend, uh, go go pay Emmett Till's family there in the South a visit in the middle of the night. They take Emmett Till out. They take him to a barn and supposedly they were just going to try to scare him, you know, because he was from the North. They're going to beat him a little bit but make him learn, you know, learn the rules of the South. That you don't talk or touch to a white woman, boy. So something goes wrong, the whole situation is wrong, but something goes wrong and Emmett Till is supposedly killed instead of just beaten. Somebody walks past in the middle of the night, you know, because that used to be a road is a residence area today, but it used to just be a public road back then. And he said he can tell somebody was in there getting beat, you know, worse than beat, was getting brutalized and probably was going to die. He heard the screams and then all of a sudden one of the men walk out and say, what did you hear? And in fear of a white man in the middle of the night, sounds of someone getting beat going on in the barn and you got a pistol in your hand. I didn't hear anything. This man would later testify at the trial of Emmett, Till, because the only two people testified was this individual and also his um, great uncle who was a pastor at a church about the incident. Emmett Till's body would be found days later in a river with a cotton gin fan probably weighed about 70 pounds that was supposed to weigh him down. His face was so brutalated. I mean, you could go on Google and type in Emmett Till. It was just so unrecognizable and one of his ears were missing. His mother said when, you know, she saw him on autopsy, the first thing she looked for was his teeth. She said she had never seen nobody in her life had such beautiful teeth, straight, natural, beautiful teeth. Every last one of his his teeth were gone. They'd beat it out of him or did something with him. Cut off his ear, and then she said when she looked down to look at him close, she could see clear through his skull. So they had shot him at some point, too. His face was just so brutalized, folks. I don't know if you ever seen anything so brutal. But the only thing when I saw the picture I can see was part of an eye, an eye and a nose. That's all I could make out of the whole entire image of Emmett Till's body. Originally, they wanted to bury him down south next to a graveyard um, by his great uncle's church. But instead, they moved it up north. His mom wanted it on display. And a young pastor, upcoming pastor, Dr. Martin Luther King would do the eulogy of this young man. She didn't have a closed casket. She wanted it open. So they put a protective layer of glass so everyone who marched past can see. Tens of thousands, I think it was like 50,000 people in total marched past that. And even that, that image burned in their head didn't change things in in America. But instead of it just smoldering civil rights for blacks, it started roaring into a fire. Emmett Till was the catalyst that got it going. When they arrested um, Rosa Parks that was gas on the fire. Then you know the rest with the civil rights movement. You know that way before it was broadcast on TV of of those peaceful protesters getting beat. The nation was at sleep. I'm sure there were rumors. Mm, I didn't see it. I don't know what you're talking about. But because television was so new and and now, you know, more affordable, more people saw it and they saw it live. And they were so beyond themselves that the people started to make the change and demand the change. It was the people who had enough. We have access to mobile devices in our hand day after day. And we see the brutality that Black Lives Matter, Antifa and the radical left are doing to people. Elderly people leaving the White House. They're attacking, yelling, throwing things at them. Pushing them. People eating, you know, their food with their family and they mob around them and, and say say her name. And if you refuse to say her name, they just beat the living shit out of you. People Who are eating and they're just coming up and eating their food and drinking their drink to intimidate them. These people are vicious, vicious animals. Now go the braces. You heard it. They're vicious animals. They're horrible. They're domestic terrorists. Ladies and gentlemen, I've said it before. Look up the definition of domestic terrorism. See if it doesn't fit. Black Lives Matter and Antifa. The same people, Black Lives Matter, who founders told Biden it's time to pay up for the black vote. The same people who was funding through a a third account, follow the money, a shell account, to bail people out at the beginning of this quote-unquote summer of love. With all this this, this looting and rioting Biden campaign and Harris herself even supports Black Lives Matter. Obama even said what they're doing is important to change, you know, to change the the political atmosphere in in, in America. There are people in power in Congress who say, oh, the looting and rioting is just a conspiracy. It's not real. Tell that to the business owners who now have to file a complaint with insurance companies that don't want to pay for shit. Because they didn't have the right insurance. You didn't have riot insurance. You had fire insurance. I understand that your building uh, burned down, but it was a riot that led to the fire. So you should have had riot insurance. Insurance companies would do anything not to pay. You know it. You know it. Come on, man. So the people who had died The people who have lost their business or lost their jobs or these mega companies that have, you know, franchises or businesses everywhere have shut their doors, malls that have been looted and burned and so on and so forth. You got the Walmarts. No, all of this is just a conspiracy. According to the left, Biden didn't condemn anything till later on. And he just said they should find another way to express themselves. Never condemned it to say they need to find another way. So much in solidarity, there's a picture of Biden kneeling as he's taking the picture in solidarity for them. And this is the man that's supposed to be president-elect. This is the man who's supposed to be breaking this country together. And you know, as we transition, I'm going to leave with one more story about the BLM Antifa Uh, Anarchy. That was a mother. Pushing a stroller. With her infant in it. And she had one of her daughters with her. And she was screaming screaming on the megaphone. Basically the backup. And all this stuff. She was a Trump supporter. And uh, these people are mobbing her. And following her. And her children. Daughter can't be no older than. 10 years old. Baby inside and mom. And then dad. Because this is a biracial couple, um, is what's been said, but nonetheless, there's a Caucasian male walking with them with a um don't tread on me type of flag. So they try to take his flag, and this is what they normally do, they try to take your shit to start an uh, uh, an altercation. Like the little boy, they 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 took his hat, his parents tried to get the hat back and defend him, and those women were fucking prosecuted. And they're looking at prison time because it involves a child also. This is what these people do. They try to take your shit and make you just accept it. They try to take your flags, your American flags. And there was a scene of one of them setting the American flag on fire. Imagine your country flag is on fire. And somebody pulls out a cigarette and light a cigarette with the flames of your country symbol. And people stand around and they cheer and... And, and celebrate the burning of a flag. You may burn material. But the soul. The patriot within. Goes beyond that flag. And that's something that you can never burn away. So getting back to the story. They start. An altercation with this man when they try to take his flag. He winds up pushing them away. And then they start to mob him and he quickly turned back. When he turned back, he lost his footing and he falls back. And I guess there's another girl. I don't know what her relations uh, uh, is with these adults, you know, the the, um, biracial couple. But she does look similar to the girl who is with the mom who I said looks like she's about, you know, under 10 years old. So they look very similar and it may just be a coincidence, but he falls on her when she's not looking and then these people mop him. So he gets up and then, you know, immediately, you know, the mom goes in that direction and police were walking behind this couple or these people a couple feet behind them. So when all that goes down, the cops actually rush in. They rush in the dude who fell quickly gets up, goes behind the barrier and the officer quickly grabs him. And then uh, it's a, a main dude, the agitator or whatnot, who was, was hitting him. The cop pushes him away and now they got him against the fence. So there's another woman, I think a woman, you know, I can't tell from the angle, helps pick up the little girl. This girl is screaming. This crowd is pushing in. They are screaming. They're yelling. This little girl is upset, probably traumatized by the whole situation. Folks, these people don't give a fuck about your children. Since you represent Trump. That's that's it. That's all they need to know. And talking about representation of Trump. um, Before I do that, they did wind up arresting uh, one of the the main dude who was attacking Trump. Uh the dude. I don't I don't know if any of the charges or what his charges were. I do know he was arrested. Now this is the problem. The media loves to fucking cause a divide, and this is how they're causing the divide even in this situation. They say Trump supporters. The media themselves labeled Trump as a racist, a neo Nazi, the second coming of fucking Hitler. And they say those who fucking uh, uh support him are deplorables. Folks, they're calling you the fucking racist. Most media headlines this weekend, even if, if, capital IF, if they covered this story, simply said Trump supporters versus opposition. They didn't give them a label. They're the opposition, but you're the Trump supporter. You're a fucking racist. So it's okay. It's not peaceful Trump supporters, it's not a peaceful protest. It's nothing. It was just Trump supporters. You know, those Trump supporters. So it's Trump supporters. Versus the opposite. We got a label. They don't they don't want to say the Black Lives Matter or Antifa. They just want to say that we are Trump supporters and that's it, because, you know, what comes along when you say Trump supporters, racism, neo-Nazis. Fucking are you kidding me? The media doesn't want to label these people, folks. They're actually publishing pictures and putting down the address of people representing the president, and putting it out there for public knowledge, so that Antifa and Black Lives Matter wind up at their fucking doorstep like they always have been. So it's intimidation. It's intimidation. There's a lot of people if these claims and stuff are so baseless. Well, why in the fuck are you even bothered about the lawyers? Why are you bothered about the evidence and stuff that they're gathering? Why are you bothered about their investigation? How is it that we don't get to investigate for a couple months till January, but you all had fucking four years to be in our ass, the thorn in our side? But now all of a sudden we want our own investigation. Mm -mm. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Unity is what uh, Michelle Obama. Unity. Uh Uh-uh. Joe is going to unify Biden, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna be a Democratic president. I'm gonna be the president of the United States Obama uh 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 he say he say he say a uh joke Um, Trump needs to um concede the election. It's for the betterment of America. Folks, these people are lawyers by trade. The Law Review in Harvard. Obama. Joe Biden, graduating at the bottom of his class, nonetheless a lawyer. Michelle Obama, a lawyer. These people need to, they understand the, the court system better than you and I do. Unless you're a lawyer yourself or a judge. I hope I got a judge and lawyer listening listen to this stuff. That would be great. But, come on People. And they're telling everybody, no, no, the right needs to unite. There needs to be one America now. What were your voices when Trump was going through hell from your own people? Y'all never told your own people, shut up. He's not doing anything wrong. Just let him go. Unite behind the president. The office of the president is bigger than just the man. It's the office itself. It's the it's the highest office, you know, out of the three branches that represent the American people. It's the executive office. Unite behind him and support him. And then if he doesn't do what he do and we don't like it, we just fucking put some a better candidate than Joe up to run for fucking president and try to defeat him. Let the American people see that they have options. But you never call for unite. You call basically said this dude is legitimate. Just like Nancy Pelosi, who ain't spoke to the president over a year since the um, uh, State of Union address when she tore up his speech that he gave to her. Like, when have you ever seen a speaker of the House, Democrat or Republican, tear up a speech of a duly elected president on national television? Because you don't agree or don't like this person but you represent the American people and you are the Speaker of the House sitting right next to the the Vice President of the United States and you're ripping up paper. That old crypt Keeper, that old walking skeleton, that old bitch, that manipulated face fucking bitch who's supposed to be the Speaker of the House of the United States of America hasn't spoken with the President in over a year. All the branches should be, especially, you know, the the legislator and executive should have some type of form of communication. But even when they do in the past go there, they talk over the president. They basically yell at him and tell him what they are going to do and what he better do. These people have been throwing out the conspiracy since President Trump been at the House actually fucking impeached him, but the Senate found him fucking innocent. They found no facts, no, no reason to support an impeachment or to agree with what the House, the articles that they pushed down. Folks, as we move. where you have to agree with them, and if you don't, you're beaten, just like the the, the civil rights. If you don't agree with them to segregation, because you don't have all the liberties, but we have all the power and liberties as white people, you black people can't sit at parlor counters. We will tell you where you're going to sit. You black people can't sit in the front of the bus. We're going to tell you where you're going to sit. You black people don't have the right to vote. We'll tell you who you're going to vote for. You black people don't even have the right to drink from the same water fountain as us. We will tell you what water fountain you can drink from. You black people don't even have the right to go to good schools. We'll tell you what schools you're going to. That's what we see here. We see a left that think they can tell us what we're going to do, but patriots, you're not going to tell us what we're going to do. We're going to continue to carry that flame, that banner of, of democracy, of God, of country. We will be the sons and daughters of America that demand and make the change just like they did in the 60s. We probably will go through hell before we are victors, but in the end, we shall be victors. You have to stay the course. You can't sway. We have to protect one another. Instead of letting people stray away, we must travel in packs too. Because a pack versus a pack is almost an even fight. But an individual versus a pack, the outcome is almost certain. We have the right to defend ourselves in this country, and you should exercise that. If people are attacking you, these people are not trying to tickle you, not trying to tell you happy birthday. They're trying to to destroy you. They will kill you and your family. You need to do what you have to do to protect yourself. In any end, I do believe President Trump will be the victor in his case. I do believe he will be reelected. I think that there's going to be a, a, a big investigation, not only into dominion and the ties to the Biden administration, but the whole entire thing in its entirety. There's a lot of people at state and local levels, too, that are behind this. And it's not a conspiracy. It's factual. It's based. It's based in something. It's not a baseless claim, as the media wants to tell you. The media who doesn't even say Black Lives Matter and Antifa are or, or attacking peaceful protesters. No opposition is attacking Trump supporters. Folks, that's it for this episode. If you like what you're hearing, please share this episode and remember to check out any missed episodes. If you want to follow me, you can follow me at Parler. P-A-R-L-E-R. My handle is at The E-D G-O-P. That's T-H-E. D-G-O-P. And please donate to this podcast if you can. Your donations help me with equipment, relentless research for the topics and facts of the show. You can donate on any podcast service by clicking on About This Show. All the way at the bottom, there's a link that takes you to the donation page. You can give $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99. Now, we don't mind the type that jingles, but we like the type that foes. So remember, if you do not stand for something, you will fall for anything. I'm the Educated Republican for Uncensored News. I'm out.